Hey, hey, everybody, what's up? How's everyone doing today? That's right, you're on the air and on another episode of A Power with Pops. Today, coming to you live, not really live at all, but streaming, hopefully one day. But you can, you know, listen to it whenever you have a chance. Uh, on SoundCloud, iTunes, whatever else. Uh, today, I'm on my, I'm doing my first interview of my podcast tour. Heading up to New York, uh, stop by my old friend's house uh, to make another visit and another uh, have another episode and another powwow with a good friend in Culpeper, Virginia, Mr. Brian. Why not? Part two. Part dose. What up, dude? How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm doing good. What the hell's up, man? I'm trying to turn off my AC fan so it's not making all, all kinds of noise on your. What are you talking about? On your, on your interweb. There's a hurricane outside. That would be, that would be a uh, 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 falsehood. Fault. It's not true. There's no. It's just wind. It's there's no hurricane. Okay. There, there there, oh, the hurricane's gone. Good. Woo. It was a man-made hurricane. Snowstorm. In my house. The snowstorm. Which I have to live under every night because <laughs> my wife puts the ceiling fan on high every single night and um, <laughs> basically makes my sleeping habit. A uh, a nightmare. Nightmarish. Yeah, nightmarish. Like I'm totally. It's a no sleep. I'm like no sleep till Brooklyn. I'm 170 pounds <laughs> wet, and uh, oh, these personal. days, yeah, well, yeah, Go ahead. moist. I'm 170 pounds <laughs> moist. moist. Okay, and uh, oh, it's great. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and that fan, I hate it. And being from Florida, you're so used to having ceiling fans on. Yeah, but when you live up north, and you have ceiling fans on. Um, it's dry in the winter. Well, it's not just that a try, but it's like 20 degrees outside, or it's 9 degrees outside, yeah, so and your ceiling fan's on high, and you're like... Why is the ceiling fan on yeah, high? Yeah, can we... I mean, well, oh, just get under the comfort. My wife would be like, just, yeah, just pull the comfort over you. And I'm like, no, I want to sleep, like, with no shirt on and a sheet over me. Isn't that, like, right. that's... you're a sheet sleeper. Um, totally. Okay. I like, okay. you know, I would like to just be... That's funny. No shirt and a pair of under and some and some boxer briefs. You I know do. What I mean? I, I'm a seasonal. I'm a seasonal sleeper. Yeah. Even in Florida, I, I switch up. Do you? Summer you wear sheets? pajamas. No, I'm always. You don't naked. wear men's pajamas. Have you ever tried to wear pajamas? I have, I take them off in the middle of the night and I wake up naked. I <laughs> I always undress if I'm if I go to bed with night clothes on. Um, I didn't. I wasn't naked in your bed last night. Just mind you, I was mindful enough to keep my underoos on. You were not in. Let's just clarify this. It wasn't my bed. It was a bed I own. Oh yes. But Sorry. It, it wasn't. Was, yeah. It wasn't it was in, in the guest room. room. You were in the guest, guest room. room. Yes. And I was in a different room. Yes, we did. Unlike we the last time you stayed here, <laughs> and we had passionate man. Man mess. Totally. Yeah. But uh, no, man, we were working mess? out. Did you say we man mess? Out. Man mess. Lots <laughs> of man mess. But no, um, that's funny. No, uh, so yeah, uh, the uh, I would. The, here's the thing: I don't like to sleep in a shirt because when you flip over at night, suddenly this t-shirt is like jammed up in your yeah. It's like shoved up in your armpit or whatever, strangling you. And it's a and as being a, um, a disabled member of society, I uh, have a I have Not trouble mentally, folks. Yeah, just well, men, mainly mentally <laughs> and then partially physically. physically. Um, I have a hard time flipping over, and right. so I just drag the shirt up into my armpit. Gotcha. Like I don't make a clearance. I don't have enough. As I pick you can't my get body the up. up, no, no, I don't get the up at all. It's just a drag, and so like, <laughs> so it's like, it's like if you were in a sleeping bag and 
rolled down the side of a and hill. It, and it kind of, and it would somebody, tight, and it tightens somebody up pushed on you. you down the side of a hill, and it would, yeah. It just, as it roll, it That's my up night. On That's okay. my night. In so you're pretty much bag. constricting yourself oh in a t-shirt. Yeah, you I feel am. like you're being constricted yeah, by a snake. I'm being constricted. It's <laughs> terrible. Being constricted by a fan, yeah. a shirt. Yeah. And so you want to be free is what you're saying and while you sleep. Yes. Way. And what it is, is obviously I really love my wife and enjoy being married because I put up with that. I've decided that's that's <laughs> something I'm going to do in my no, life you're, you're until that, I'm you, dead. You enjoy all this stuff because lonely being sucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that true. Too. And being lonely. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, uh, here, let me put up with some shit because yeah. I don't really want to be lonely. That's not what we all, that's what we all do. That's what we have to do, yeah. right? Because right. otherwise we're just putting up with our own shit. Compromising. Like, exactly. Yeah, do I want to put up with my own sh- bouts of loneliness? My own shit sucks. I right. don't want, I would rather somebody else deal yeah, with my give shit. Me, I'll, yeah, that's a relationship. <laughs> that's, that's what I always tell people. Like, we're, Dealing with each other's shit. So it's a relation. And how are we going to relate to each other? Yeah. And all these other dumb things. That's relationship. Like, you know, yeah, relationship. Yeah, you have to... <laughs> Relate your shit to each other exactly. and then work it out. So, However, some things are uncompromising, and yeah. one of those things in my life is the, is the goddamn ceiling fan. Okay. But whatever. I mean, I, I deal with it. It's you deal okay. with it. And that's something, yeah. you know, that's a give and take, like Here, you said. Here's the thing. This is relative to you right now. You are out of town. Yeah. Your wife is sitting in Florida. And still in bed right now. In bed, reading a book. With some animals. With some animals, yeah, yeah, and everything. And just like... With a little peaceful smile on her face. Oh, dude, she's, she's shitting yeah. fucking gold egg roll bricks right. right now. Not that she doesn't love you. Sorry, honey, that was a little right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of interesting. Right. But uh, not that not that she doesn't uh, completely love and adore you, but she probably wants some of that time to spread out and to have some peace and quiet. Not yeah, that you totally. talk. Not that you talk way too much or anything like that. <laughs> But uh, oh boy, you might have to. Work. No, it's okay. You're Here, let's okay. talk about that. You're 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 <laughs> you're you've you've managed to uh, make a podcast, so therefore right. you find your uh, your the, actually waste my event. wife put me in this. Your wife, there you go. <laughs> she see? aimed me. She she's aimed like, me right towards this shit. Like, and yeah. was like, Talk you go. away, You're gonna do a podcast, and I got a great idea. <laughs> Every year, you're gonna leave, leave. for two weeks <laughs> and go on tour. It's all and, it's all been her idea. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't, this, none of this stuff was ever, I was, yeah. I'm like the kid in the, in, uh, what was it? Uh, what's the movie with freaking John Cusack where he has the Camaro better off dead. Yeah, uh, you know, the scene where mm, the parents, the parents are trying to push their kid into the dance and he's like, no, no, I don't want right. I want to go right. home. I want to hang right, out with right. you guys. Right, That's right. my wife. She's pushing me out yeah. of the house. I'm like, no, no, I yep. want to stay with you guys. Oh and she's like, no, get the fuck right. out. Isn't, no, that, sure. isn't it funny though? Like, <laughs> in the most lovingly, yeah. Possible. Like, I don't want to kick my to go back to what I was talking about. Yeah. I don't want to kick my wife out of the house for any time period. But when she does go away for like a business trip or something, yeah. that ceiling fan is off, off <laughs> and my shirt's off, and I'm like, I don't even want to get out of bed because I'm like, I have to absorb so this nice. laziness right. uh, or or this the lack serenity. of. Yeah, that, it that, is, that serenity. It is serenity. It is. It's but it's the lack of work to sleep. See, when I go to sleep, I don't want to work. But when I got to put that Work. damn blanket on me, and I got to have the shirt on and, and everything. So we started talking about pajamas. Yeah. Like. No pajamas. I bought myself pajamas. I've tried to wear pajama pants to, <laughs> and, and a pajama shirt because I'm like, maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, maybe, maybe you know, you watch like, I don't know, Mad Men or something, and all the men back in the 60s or 50s. They had the robes. Wore, and the yeah, they had robes. They even had a t-shirt underneath yeah. the nice printed pattern. 
Yeah, it was regal sleeping. Like they were regal men, and they 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 had dress for every occasion. You <laughs> exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. Don Draper had a had a, a great outfit for the beach, like a plaid shorts yeah. with the shirt. I mean, the he right looked like he was down. going to the beach. I'm wearing my t-shirt, my shorts to the beach, and I'm also wearing them out to eat. And I and if I have a job, I might be wearing that, and I might even wear the same shirt and t-shirt to or shorts and t-shirt to bed. Yeah, right. and wake up in them the next day, and then maybe I'll change out of them. <laughs> You know, so I've watched like stuff like that, and like I think, like a real man. Yeah, I think I'm not a real man. I mean, you know, I've got my bar here. I'm yeah. trying to be a real man. You're like, not a real man, but yeah, right. I'm not regal about my stuff. There's some clothes that stay on me for a few days. Sure, <laughs> but but you know, me, somebody who you uh, are going to go interview next, yeah. Adam Volk. One night, we were out on tour. Um, we were in um, Vermont, and we were walking down the street, and we walked by this like hat shop. And they also had suits in the window. Um, and Adam and I had been talking about getting like, I don't know what the, it's not a bowler cap, it's not a fedora, it's whatever's a cool kind of punk rock guy hat that's not a fedora. One that doesn't like flip up in the back and not in the front, but the one that flips up both directions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like no, I gotcha. that, yeah, yeah. a nice like, like. Completely round where you can kind of tilt it back. Yeah, you got a little tilt. Kind of like a brim. Yeah, like a guy used to go to the track back in the in the day and wear yeah, his yeah. track tickets with a cigar in his mouth yeah, and yeah. had that little hat on. Didn't look like a, a douche. Just kind of like. Yeah. Not a douche. I mean, a it's fedora a is a douche. It's a hat. My granddad yeah. had one yeah. of those. Like yeah. whenever he worked outside, he always had like a hat like yeah. that. But what went along with hats back in the day was were suits. Yeah. Totally. So so Adam and I were talking yeah, about it's that. It's a look, right? It is. It's a great look. It was like especially for in the forties and thirties. So thirties and forties. So good. Hats matched yeah. everything. Yeah. And we were like, man, we need to bring back the suit. Like, and we were like out on tour and dirty, and we were wearing like. You know the same all black. shirt, and sure, we all had everybody had black. It was an against me tour, you know. We all everybody, had everybody was wearing the same thing yeah. for two and, months. Yeah, and no, yeah, and we were rare. Like some of us, less you know, in, less frequently than others, were washing, you know, yeah. and like all that kind of stuff. But like, I we were like, much. we we. I, I was like, I, I. There's something to like dressing up for the occasion, you know. Right. Not, and. And, and like almost like overdressing, like it was almost like, like cult, the American culture or like the world culture at one point was like overdressed all the time. Yes. And then they had to downdress to do to a different activity. To get super comfortable and more Like bed, like sleeping. And like sleeping and Yeah, like pajamas comfort. made sense. You wore a three-piece suit, three-piece suit all day or, and a hat and, and, and a Why pair of shiny shoes. Why would you wear a three-piece outfit to bed? Right, but a comfortable one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now to me, it's like... That just seems like you should just be naked and going to bed. You know yeah. what I mean? But maybe back then they weren't ready to take that step. Although I'm sure there was plenty of people Actually, that just did slept a study that said people that sleep nude benefit health-wise better than people that sleep with clothes on. Yeah, because they probably are getting laid more often. That's what it is. That's yeah. one of the things. It's because... <laughs> like free. And your genitalia, yeah. yeah. Because you, life is happening close to... You know what I mean? Like yeah. So it's like... That's one of it, you know, like, and the, I mean, that's, I don't get laid, but I still sleep naked. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm joking. Well, you <laughs> might, you're probably have a, you're probably, it's probably more frequent that you're, you're laying yourself. You're like, wow, it's right here. And it's right oh, on the open. where did that come from? <laughs> I need to get rid of that. I, you know, it's easier to get the job done. Down right? boy. <laughs> Go to sleep. I uh, shouldn't bother her. No. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't bother right. her with this right now. I'm not going to wake her up again. 
Oh, Honey, what are you doing? Sound effects. <laughs> that was put in by Jay's. That, iTunes. That effect was an iTunes effect, yeah. That was done on, on iTunes. That was done on iFace. That's, that's a great thing, like, to be able to, like, if you were, like, one of those, I don't know what they're called, Hollywood people that make the sound effects. What is that stuff? Uh, <coughs> sound Best effects. boy, key grip, whatever those guys are called. They, what, sound engineers, probably. Sound engineer. And imagine Excuse if you're a sound engineer for a porn company. Oh, and so you, you had, had to, to make the noises? Wow. <laughs> All right, we need a queef here on cut two, how are we gonna do panel that? seven. It's really interesting. No, you have a doc- documentary. Uh, it's really interesting how you make, like, you know, because, like, in a movie, it's like, oh, guy's walking down the hallway, and then they go to those guys that do all that work, and he's got two coconuts, yeah, or there's, like, oh, well, for this, we have, like, this metal fencing and a and a remote control, and I rub it on it, and that sounds like lightning or whatever, yeah. you know, it's it's always oh, these weird things. A stalk of uh, celery to make arms breaking. Right, exactly, crap like that. So for you porn, know. you think... It's like, yeah, it's like, what are we going to do? And then these guys have to figure out, uh, well, we actually take a steak and a spatula and we beat it. <laughs> and that's, that pretty much sounds just like yeah. man, a man masturbating. Yeah. So and, this, uh, is what we, this is what yeah. we have to do. Except really what you find out is that. And it's amazing the amount of takes that they have to do for that. Yeah. That's the, that's, I'm sure that's the probably pisser. It's like, no, that wasn't quite right. Right. That didn't sound like balls hitting a butt. Well, what you find out though is that like, oh, that's not really a woman having an orgasm. That is, um, we. A whoopee cushion mixed with a lion. Right. And we, <laughs> we flush a toilet. It's the wine of a toilet after we flushed it oh. in this dirty old toilet in, in, that we found at my friend Bob's house. So it's something completely horrible that is non-sexual <laughs> at all and maybe would make you grossed out. And that's the sound of a uh, an orgasm or something, or, or a man orgasm. Sa- Good, sa- would... Boy, sound engineers doesn't sound too much fun anymore. <laughs> is it a sound? What are those guys called? Are they gaffing? I think I don't, gaffers, I don't remember right? That. I see, no. Key grippets? I should know because I've vetted it enough yeah, videos, right? but I don't remember what those... Somebody's listening to this right now and they're like, dude, it's a best boy, you idiot. Yeah. But, it's uh, the gopher. Oh wait, gopher. No, that's no. what that's 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 pretty much that's a roadie. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for this, go for that. Mm-hmm. Don't ask no questions. So, dude, like, what's been up the past year, man? A lot of uh, uncomfortable sleep. And then um, I see we were talking earlier. You got a new uh, a bicycle. A new I bike do. that you're riding now and been trying to get this workout thing and you yes. want to go to a, actually I got, go do some I racing. got a hand cycle for nice. anybody that doesn't know me yeah, explain at that. all. I broke my neck 25 oh, years ago. Which you can hear the story on the podcast that we did last year and you can go back. And you can actually stuff. hear it because it sounds like I'm breaking my neck, but it's actually Jay with a stalk of celery cracking it yeah, and every time he comes up and sees me he walks in the front door and he's like hey brian and he cracks it. he's like remember ah, that, remember <laughs> that. <laughs> cripple yeah it's so nice Best nice French. nice drag foot buddy yeah that's it exactly. like, oh really it's called drop foot jay oh, get see, it correct i, even know. I mean <laughs> take the time take the time you know if you're gonna offend you me insensitive yeah that's completely twat. insensitive it was sorry yeah. about that um <laughs> so i yeah, so anyways, I have like pretty much incomplete paralysis on about 75% of my body. So Brian uses his big strong arms to haul himself up and down these Virginia hills, which, you know, if you've ever been up in Virginia, 
the hills are you know they're well, not huge. We didn't we didn't get to oh yeah why, how I haul myself is yeah, I got a hand, a hand cycle so hand it's like cycle. a road bike that you pedal with your hands and you probably people have probably seen it before but um, uh, it's quite a workout and yeah. it's pretty crazy and even though I've we were talking about this earlier is that I've you know walked with crutches since. I got hurt in 92 and I use a wheelchair uh, whenever I go out really, you know, and go to Walmart or Target. Not that yeah. I go to those stores, but always. Um, and uh, Or do anything where I have to go very far. I'll use my wheelchair or if I have my crutches, then I'll, I mean, I always have, usually have my crutches on me. And it's just managed to keep my upper body built up and strong like for the, the whole time without ever really having to go to gym to yeah. the gym and not that i don't value going to the gym or working out but i haven't done it in a long time yeah so when i got this bike the, the truth is i wanted to get a bike because my, as my arms have always been fine and my upper body my gut took a hit once i got married and moved to virginia <laughs> and and i started well the truth is i lived in florida and i was just a lot more active going out yeah. and my life is a bit more sedentary you know yeah and you're, I, I mean you got a father you're young you know you got a young kid i do have a father i mean you're i a am father. a father i'm sorry but yes i do have a father you have a mother uh yeah you know uh but i i do a lot more of a driving yeah around and a lot less walking around so i gainesville made it easy for, for the it's flat. Florida's flat. Yeah. I mean, Virginia, man, it is tough, dude. Especially yeah. when it's cold out in the winter. It's hard to get around. So so I wanted a way to burn calories, so I got this bike. The VA got it for me. Um, I know we're centralized, you, centralized healthcare is a major topic. but um, Hashtag VA support. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. But they, uh, they hooked me up with a hand cycle, and uh, I have been riding that, and I just got it set up downstairs in a um in my uh home gym which is just basically my bike and a treadmill. also got a home theater and a home That's pool table and a ping pong yeah and a bar. That's not true at all. It's a tent. <laughs> it's a, a tent. Giant. Mainly a flesh wound. I live in a, it's a yeah. mini house. Uh, it's a mini house. I live yeah. in a 200 square foot. That is, home. we didn't mention that. I do live in a mini house with all of those things. I have a home theater, yes. and a mini home, and a home gym. But the funny thing is, is that they're mini home theaters, mini home gyms. Yeah, yeah. you just turn around. It's, it's actually, versions. you just work your fingers out. <laughs> this, is right. this hand cycle is really just, I didn't mention this, it's only six inches long. Yeah. And I just pedal it with my, my thumb and pointer finger. But the gears are really funky looking on it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but anyway, so I got this bike and I've been, uh, I've been, my goal is to compete in the veterans games in, uh, this upcoming May, I think it is, or maybe it's in June. So I like can't remember two, this. Months. Yeah. In a couple months. But the problem is I have been, uh, off the bike for the winter because it was cold and I was waiting for, well, waiting to receive a stationary unit to help me exercise in my house instead right. of having to drive, ride up and down these hills in the ice and potentially kill myself before I ever get the chance to compete. And so... Um, the funny thing is that when I got the bike, like I get the bike and they're like, Hey, do you want to go to the veterans games and we'll pay for it? And I said, cool. I said, but isn't that coming up soon? They're like, yeah, in three weeks. And I'm like, I never even rode one of these bikes before. I need, if I'm going to go there, I want to compete and yeah. try to win. I don't want to like 
be some chump like i'm competitive you yeah, know you i, I want to train do good, yeah. yeah i'm like and do so well. that that veterans games is in salt lake city oh, and sure. i and i and that was and but salt lake city is beautiful and and so to have them take me out there and be able to do that would have been cool but i'm like no i'm like well when where is it at next year and they're like uh cincinnati i was like oh god i was like deflating i was like oh cincinnati no offense to everybody that lives in cincinnati but come on you know, I'm not trying to drag you all to Culpeper, WKRP. Virginia, and act like it's the, yeah, it ain't no Salt Lake City, as far as beauty goes, and what your surroundings would it's be. It's industrial, it's a little more industrial. Yeah, I mean, I like Cincinnati, <laughs> but, you know, not for the same reasons why I like Salt Lake City. Cool punk town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, so anyways, I uh, I was like, oh, God. and plus it's just like a hop, skip, and a jump out of Virginia to get to Cincinnati, totally. you know, Ohio, like just right yeah. through West Virginia. And so, uh so anyways, I, I, that stunk, but I decided I'm going to do it anyways. And so I intended on working out all winter and getting pretty competitive and I was doing really well in the fall and then I've had a big break now and I'm trying to get back on it. But like I was, like Jay and I were talking about earlier, I kind of have slipped off the wagon a bit and yeah. haven't really, uh, kept on it, but I need to get back. And now maybe after today, I'll be more motivated to stay on it. Now Cause that, I really want to do it. Now it's on. No, it's public. It's publicly public, now. Right. People are going to be like, dude, did you compete? And I'll be like, I actually, I uh, uh, got rid of that bike. Oh, you were competitive, yeah. bro. I started eating way more ice cream <laughs> and, and found better was. things to do. <laughs> exactly. My bar really <laughs> was calling me and I decided to turn into a complete drunk <laughs> instead of, an My exercise freak. Yeah. I would, yeah. Yeah. They are a lot more appealing than than exercising, but uh, Yeah, totally. That's my other <laughs> my other new hobby is building my bar up to make mixed drinks. Mixed drinks. And that's and that stems back to the whole wearing suits. And like when you would watch like the whole Mad Men. I mean, it's re- yeah. I love that show because it, really before ever that show ever came it. out. I haven't watched one show. It's excellent show. I know a lot of people love that show. Well, I, I, I mean, it's a good drama. I mean, I don't know why I've never... It's a good drama, but it also reminds me... Like, growing up, it's just my grandparents' generation. Yep. And so, you know, when you walked into people's houses and they would offer you a drink, and that really meant, like, a shot of whiskey... Or not a shot, but, like, whiskey on the rocks. Scotch, actually. A sipper. Yeah. A drink where you're going to sit there for a bit and sip on it and talk. Which is great, but then knowing the future... now that Yeah, now that we're in the future and knowing that most of those people developed or became alcoholics and cirrhosis of the liver liver and died young or whatever and had all these issues it's hard to be as look back with such fondness but i still do a little and even though i don't romantic it is romantic i mean as someone who used to be a heavy drinker and i still like i you know like i had a couple beers last night i was fine with that definitely didn't need any more you know three is definitely a limit but like mixed drinks and stuff like that, I miss that stuff. But those are I I because when I started drinking liquor, it got more dangerous for me. Yeah. Well, because it was like it the it, more potent. It's just the potency, the factor. But yet, as a drinker, still want to drink as many as if I did if I was well, drinking beer. Well, yeah, that's a problem. Bingo. Right. So like that's yeah, and yeah, it hits you quicker, and you and you you can't hang out with it as long. I mean, the reason why tall boys became a popular thing or even like Coors Light is a popular thing is yeah it's a drinker you can sip on it all night and and if you're you can at least fool yourself a lot of these people into thinking I can drive home (laughs) it's Coors Light even though you're probably gonna wind up getting a DUI anyways but you know (laughs) you've got like 58 Coors Lights in your system they are but yeah but so when you start drinking liquor 
and you can't have that thing to sip on because, man, you we get a Mai Tai, and you want to suck that thing right down. You guys you did know? suck them down. We sucked them down. I mean, <laughs> they, they just go down quick. The thing about it is, though, it, it's a different, like, I enjoy the mixing of drinks because, it to me, it's kind of like cooking. It's like being a the chef. Process, yeah. It's just combining these ingredients and making, and making you're making something, and then it, it has a reward because you drink it. Just like if you make a fine dinner, you yeah. have this reward because you eat it. And yeah. when you're the cook or the oh, chef. Yeah, thank you for dinner. That I, Brian made a nice pork roast for dinner with some veggies and taters, and the pork roast was really well, even though his wife wanted to totally burn, kill it. She did. <laughs> she, killed, she killed that Look. pork. She, she, she triple killed it. Yes. Another one of the, the – maybe there's a couple of things that my wife overdoes. One would be a ceiling fan. The next thing would be um, cooking meat until it is char- – she actually – we go to – Can I have a briquette? Yeah. Oh, we go out to eat, and she's it's like, cute. she only wants to order filet because she's like, oh, it's the best stuff. It's and tender even if you cook it. That's right. And that's really what it is, is she has to overcook it because she doesn't, she's But still wants afraid the tenderness of, of yeah, the rare steak. The, she's afraid of the reason why I didn't eat meat for 12 years is because I was like, I'd see those pe- all these people with like, oh, you know. The E. coli outbreak or the yeah, yeah, mad yeah. cow disease, and I'd be like, idiots, meat eaters, and that's what I would think, of course, at the time. And then, and then, of course, later on, you could just get E. coli by eating some lettuce or whatever, you yeah. know, and that kind of crap. Because people of the, shit in the fields, right? And, or the pig <laughs> fertilizer getting all yeah, that stuff, exactly. and whatever. And you're like, oh god, nobody's safe. But uh, at the same time, um, she, you know, she definitely do, does not want there to be a chance of disease, so she will overcook a piece of steak. And if we go out to a steak restaurant, she's like, I want it well done. And people are, and they try to talk. They're like, roll their eyes. Oh god, one of these people, you know. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, the truth is, she's probably. Um, a lot has a lot less chance of getting sick than I would. You know yes. what I mean? No, it's true. That's yeah. it's that's the that's the thing about she's on to something. Yeah, she she's right. I mean, kind I, of. I although guess, although if you overcook it, then you, they say there's cancer cells in the yeah, char of the meat. Too much and all carbon. Stuff, carbon. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like you kind of yeah. Really, just be vegeta- vegetarian. Have a happy medium. Exactly. Stop Healthy eating. eating. I know. We we've been trying to do that ourselves. Is try to cut back on the. On the meat at the yeah. house. I mean, I, I I'm pretty much, I eat beans and like during the week. I just like during the day I have smoothies. I do a mm. a, a, bean, a, a bean smoothie. No, I do a spinach, carrot, um, strawberry, blueberry, and peanut protein with okay. almond breeze mm-hmm. smoothies with carrot. See, all right, there's another. And thing. I do those on a ninja. That's like making a mixed drink. And you keep all the. Yeah, all the you know roughage and stuff in there. It's like eating. A, it's like drinking a salad. Isn't it fun to go just going through the. I mean, I know after you do it enough, you're like, ah, eh, it's a like it's you just get over huge, it. it's robotic. The process, yeah, yeah, totally. but 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 it's fun to like make that and then to have a product at the end that that's totally. so rewarding and tastes so yeah. good and it's good for you. And you know? that's the thing, like it's that's why I was able to cut back on some weight, some weight that I was keeping on a little bit, just putting that replacing stuff in there, you know. Yeah. And I eat a lot of peanuts during the day, and then I try to eat like black beans for lunch. Yeah. And stuff like that. But Protein. we always kind of, dinner time, it's kind of like, by the time dinner time goes around though, I kind of get ravenous. 
Yeah. You know, and then like, oh, meat motherfucker. Right. You know, like I start being like that. But then afterwards, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have ate that shit. See, I don't do that. What I do is I'm, I'm that, that inner voice talks to me. And Chrissy's like, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. My inner voice goes, I want cookies. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I want like, those too. I want chocolate. Yeah. I like, want that I, stuff man, too. I like, I can eat healthy all day and I won't, maybe I won't eat meat. Maybe I'll eat or I'll eat salmon and then when or something. Gets, healthy and lean and then yeah and then i'm sitting there at nine o'clock at night and i've ate well all day and i really haven't I like treat myself no i don't even that something <laughs> inside me is just calling going dude remember those coconut dark chocolate chip cookies that you bought that oh, are in the so yeah they, they're <laughs> go eat five of them and then after you have your fifth one and you go to put the package back grab one more you know what i mean like <laughs> and like i just cannot shake the sweets. The cookies. It's yeah. a thing that runs in my family. We all have some sort of a cookie uh, obsession. Fetish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we joke <laughs> oh, about I agree. it. I agree. I'm a cookie fiend, too, man. Yeah. I, cookie and I, there's a favorite chocolate, that company, Choco Love. If you guys hear this, Choco Love, and you want to advertise on my show, please feel free. Are they, I love do they your make, product. Are they like a homemade, make, yeah, it's make one your those, own chocolate yeah, taste? Yeah. Like, it's, it's like one of those kind of, they sell them at Ward's. Mm-hmm. You know, all the fancy chocolates, and they have a yes. dark chocolate, 55% dark chocolate mm-hmm. with almond butter. Oh, yeah. And it is, that's my jam. That sounds good. Oh, it's, that's what I, I, I end up some night having one every night of the week. Yeah. You know, I'm like, now, but then I, like, now I have to just do it on the weekend. Like, right. it's my weekend thing. I, I've started doing the, don't give myself any, any treats until the weekend. Yeah. You know, work towards the weekend. You know, just fight through it, and then the weekend have some pizza, right? And do your, you know, eat your shit. I think though, That's chocolate though. You. I look at yeah, when you're looking at like the, all those raw chocolates and all yeah. that stuff. The I mean, dark they're good really... for you. They're good. It's a it's a healthy thing. Yeah, it's I mean, good for your blood. eating a ton of sugar isn't good for you. And if you yeah. look, I mean, I went through this little I thing where I, I bought raw cacao beans and did all that stuff, and I made my own chocolate. Yeah, and. um it, like anything good, there's just way too much sugar. sugar yeah. I mean, it's that's that's, that's the toughest the, mother right that's there. It's a killer right there. Yeah. It's hard to stay away from anything, and you know, I, I'm sure if you uh, put out an effort, you could not have sugar. But it's kind of like when I go to the grocery store, if there's fat-free creamer and regular and creamer. regular creamer, I'm like. I look at it, I'm like, what's two grams of sugar? Yeah, that's what I'm like. You know, it's not going to make a difference. Uh, not, but you, you really know. should go for the zero yeah, sugar. Yeah, the sugar. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, you know, sugar's but isn't good. That, isn't that the aspect of life, though, that we always constantly... That's why I think we can't... I was talking to Chrissy about this and some other people. Like, the whole theory of, like, no matter how hard we try to be happy, there's just no way we could ever be happy because you're always in conflict with something in, within yourself. Like... This is how I need to eat, but I really, I only live once, so I really want to I was going to say, dude, if you, you know, say YOLO right now, no, I was waiting I'm not for a YOLO. say YOLO. No, I won't do that. I'm just saying you only live once is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say the full, because it's true. You know, you're, you're on this ride once, man. You know, you're driving through an infinity of space at 63,000 miles an hour. You have truly no control over anything. We could smash into a star at any second. So that cookie looks pretty YOLO, damn bro. good. That cookie looked good. Yeah. You know, so it's like, that's, it's. Look, I YOLO myself throughout the day. I mean, <laughs> seriously, we were just talking about this the other day, or yesterday. I was like, you, you know, you got to live for now. I mean, on a lot of things. In the you minute, know? yeah. And you got, some things you got to do, because you just don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So, YOLO, whatever. Yeah. 
It's such, it's such a, I don't know, we're not Well, it's such a short trip. We're definitely not getting into a YOLO conversation, but at the same time, I mean, come on, that's just what it all is. It doesn't, doesn't need to be summarized no, like that. No, it's not it sounds, summarized. It's makes, just, it's a short trip, man. We yeah, get, this is a short, is. short trip oh, that we man, get. I'll tell you what, have a kid when you're in your 40s and you realize. How quick that trip. Yeah, because you're like, oh my God, like I have, a, I had a kid when I was in my 20s and my next kid, I was in my 40s. And I'm like, and even though I still feel like I'm in my 20s, I Definitely feel like when I'm in my 40s when I'm trying to, you know, physically carry this kid around and take care of all the needs of dad pick me up and yeah. dad do this and change this diaper <laughs> yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it's, wow, it's like, that, so you go, wow, I'm already old. Like, yeah. I don't feel old, but damn, I'm already old. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, I'm not that old. I'm only in my 40s. And, and, and but then you're like, yeah, but by the time you're in your 60s, people are pretty messed up there aren't too many guys of, that are in their 60s that you're like man guys there's, not, great. there's not too many sylvester stallones even still sylvester stallone if you're looking at somebody in their 60s that's still like buff you're like yeah they're buff but they're very like sinewy you know they, yeah. they, they i bet she's got a lot of body pain too like back oh yeah i'm sure stuff. i'm sure but it's it's not a good looking i mean come on do you you know i think to me testosterone for older gentlemen in their 60s i think i because i was doing some research on this and i was there's this one guy who's 65 or 66 he's a power lifter and he's been doing steroids since he was 20 but not abusing them using them and the amount is that you know like is there can you do steroids and 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 be this guy's 65 years old and does steroids and still lifts i mean and he's five foot eight and can bench press like 300 and something and he's like listen when you get older you is his wiener just like a hole? He like says he, his dick works fine. Is, yeah, it works. It works fine, but it's only said, it's only one it eighth has, of an inch it's long. Never affected his <laughs> my balls. Well, that's where the abuse affects. I wear that. my balls as earrings. Regular They're usage, so far up in my stomach. Regular usage, if you do it right and your diet correctly when you're working out, uh-huh. and as like a supplement almost, it doesn't affect that area like the dudes that abuse it and get. He's this guy's not like muscle bound jacked. Yeah. He's just strong as shit. Like, he's gut strong. Like, barrel strong. Is he you? Not yet. Okay. It will be me. <laughs> not <right>? yet. <laughs> I told Chrissy, I when I hit 60 it. steroids, I, I was like, I'm not getting weaker. I'm not going <laughs> to go out like that because there's no reason to. Right. If they can do it, if a doctor can prescribe it, and it's not going to be any worse for me than everything else that I'm already doing now, and it's going to help me stay fit and keep my back in check, Mm. In my body and keep the muscles and everything in the way that I can work longer, I'll do it. Because I'm a worker and I'm going to scary though, having... putting stuff, like going fighting nature in that respect? I don't think it's fighting nature because there's st- steroids. I, I mean, fighting nature. I'm just saying. That's a good like... question. Let me think about that. I would have to think about that. You threw me off. All right, here, here's, I, I'm, here, here's I'm going it... from easy answer to keep myself from getting old. Well, we're all looking for an easy answer. Well, no, uh, and, and like... to me, and to me, and seeing people that have used this product in their older ages as they mm-hmm. got older and seeing what it does and how well it keeps them in shape and how they're able to still work out, run, and go to work and get up every day, not slowly and decrepit. You know, yeah. like, it keeps you, I mean, because like... But I just, just to play devil's advocate, I mean, there's got to be people that... Don't 
I'm use sure a chemical or add something sure into their some, system. I'm sure some but body systems not, are not even that it's bad, it. but there's people that probably do that and are just as successful doing that naturally. Like I said, true. Like not that I've I'm seen, some. I've seen. Uh, there's a health six, guy, there's but. an 89 year old vegan black man on the internet. I don't know his name. I apologize. But this guy's ripped and he's a vegan. No steroids, supposedly. No nothing. But he works out and he's an old guy. Mm-hmm. So I believe. I think it's maybe just what your family's personal genetics might be and what your build is if you could keep that kind of build as you get older, I'm guessing. I would imagine. And the steroids, of course, will enhance that part that's strong in you already. Yeah. You know? But no, that's a good question. I mean, that'll make me even think about it even more because that's kind of, you know, because that's kind of like the question like I asked you yesterday if you would do the exoskeleton thing to help you when you get older. Right. Kind of like it, that's technically would be I prefer your steroid. I prefer to naturally just fall apart and fail, and then wind up having people help me while I lay in bed and ask them to go get me something to eat. I mean, that to me sounds like a pretty good life, also. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, but you're in pain. No, not really. I took a bunch of painkillers. Yeah, I'm a Vicodin right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing all right, and I've been on Vicodin for thirty years. Uh, not me personally. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just making a joke. Actually, I wouldn't take that crap unless I, that's the thing. Like you know, that, there you're just introducing something else in your system. And, and coming from uh, somebody who has been drugged—I mean, I have been drugged up for 25 years because I of, take yeah. drugs to help with my issues, which are they keep for bladder issues. And stuff yeah, like that, right? not infection. No, I take stuff that like I mean, well, one thing I take it helps one, stuff work. One thing know? I take is gabapentin, and I take it like twice a day and probably three times a day sometimes and i have to like for the rest of my life because i have neuropathic pain so, so that's what that helps with the the surges that you have no it doesn't well, help it just spasms. helps the pain of that it helps i get a burning pain in the middle of my back that i used to think or doctors for a while they didn't know what the hell it was and they were like they sent me to neurologists. They gave me all their opinions on Couldn't everything. Couldn't find nerve anywhere yeah. being pinched. Uh, they were like, yeah, anything. well, I went to massage therapists. I had my friends in Gainesville that were going to massage therapy school, like, you know, working totally on me all the it. time. And it seemed like it was helping me. And I was going to UF at the time and had a backpack on a lot with books. And I thought, well, this is damaging. And once I graduate college, then I won't have this problem anymore. But it never really went away. And so finally, a a doctor for a spinal cord injury doctor was like, Oh, you, you have neuropathic pain. You're not on gabapentin. And I'm like, and at the time I had been very drug free. Like I tried to minimally take drugs. And the only thing aspirin and stuff like that, that's Tylenol or Advil or ibuprofen was the only thing I would take for pain. I would try to, they would, the VA was more, VA was more free to give you painkillers back in the 90s than they are nowadays. They're some they, they don't want to. No. They've been an epidemic, and they know it, and they, my doctors, and, and they're, and we're talking about, like, I, I can't speak for people that have different types of pain, but yeah. in the spinal cord world, yeah. they kind of know you're going to be in pain. Totally. You know, not everybody, I mean, but some people, a lot of, but. But, but there's a good chance. They know, and then, and then mm-hmm. if you are in pain, you're either going to have like real legit muscle pain or you're going to have neuropathic pain which is basically your nerve your nerve endings kind of misfiring and telling and and sending pain signals back to your brain and it hurts and burns but there's not really a uh, um 
like there's not a sore area on your body. It's not like you got, it's not like you're recovering from a wound or you have yeah. a, a sore muscle. You have like sore, you have like misfirings going on on the end of your, uh, on the end of your neurons, on the end of your skin and stuff. So, so it burns and it tells your brain that it burns. It's like having phantom pants. It's actually yeah. the same medicine they give to people that have a limb removed. Like I, feel, I feel the leg. And yeah, hurts, I can feel so. my, because in your brain, you know, phantom pain, and in your brain, there's your a spot. Your brain's still connected to your yeah, foot. Yeah, there's still a spot on your brain for your foot. That's so, my foot, yeah. Yeah, so I still, like, there's a spot in my back that I have to take this medicine for. So we were talking about taking meds and how, or, or at least taking things in your body. Yeah. And I prefer not to, but sometimes you have to. And with this gabapentin, I'm pretty much going to have to take it for the rest of my life. Wow. I, I hope there aren't side effects that, like, make my life shorter because of it, you know? Yeah. I don't know, and they claim that the oh, it's safe. What does that really mean? You know, I don't know. Up but to this point, so far, we've seen yeah, that it's safe. Yeah. How old is the drug? Like a hundred? Because I want to live to be a hundred. So have we? Do yeah. we know? Do we know have we been been on it for six right, years? Right. Can you please tell me fine? the long term effects? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't really have any other that was made in nineteen. Oh, we've done tons of studies, but we're not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Those those ones we don't we haven't released. Yeah, we don't yet. release that stuff. But, uh, yeah, so back to the steroid thing with that, yeah. it's kind of like some things are an evil necessity. You know, I get that some things you have to take, although if I could get by with just, like, massage therapy for the rest of my life, I'd probably take that for my back. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't work out. Now, if you're saying there was a way to take steroids and that kind of stuff and to stay strong and healthy and not have it affect you in the long term... I mean, anything that would gonna, be one thing. Age is going to affect us in the long term. Sure, term. it's inevitable. Uh, that's why I, th- you know, that's why I, I such a broad say. Yes, it's inevitable that age is going to affect <laughs> yeah. us. That was such a genius statement I just made. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, you're right. Yeah, wow, I never thought about that, dude. No shit. Age. Uh, <laughs> age. Wow. wow. Did you come up with that? <laughs> no, let's define age. No, no, yeah. no. But uh, no, that's a good point. No, I definitely would think about it even more now, though. But I, I mean, like I said, I definitely would like to research it because it seems like all the ones that I've seen were, would be like the whole thing about robotics and people putting robotics in their body. I would be open to that. Why? Because I watch sci-fi movies and I, to me, the idea of getting a robot arm would be cool. I don't... What about a robot wiener? Dude, it'd be an improvement. <laughs> 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 that's for sure but uh, um <laughs> i'm sorry I'm, of course i'm gonna say that that's the first thing i think of i'm like i can't you just said you threw me a pitch and i hit i it. was about <laughs> to yeah yeah uh, yeah with my robot bat my, yeah i don't know what i'm talking about no, anyways shit. uh yeah i can't help but make wiener jokes can, but, wiener jokes just don't ever get old anyway no so. they don't just like the fart joke you guys have that whoopee cushion upstairs that's right for the kids so oh yeah but um, my son got his first whippy cushion the other day. He's three. Very was, funny. And so we, you know, he they played the little trick like where they told him to put the cushion underneath the seat where yeah. I was sitting, and he had to I had to sit down on it. He was so excited. <sighs> he couldn't wait. He was. Did anybody notice that I put the whippy cushion underneath his seat, and no one noticed? I don't know. I don't. I didn't know that you did that. So yeah, I totally hid his whoopee cushion oh underneath his seat in the oh chair. I don't think he's even noticed. Oh, that's great. Or maybe last night they stuck him on it and it farted and he got it he out. He probably was like thought it was himself and he was excited <laughs> and he's like oh cool poopy yeah i've never seen a kid like seriously he got that he pulled that off the shelf in the store and 
was putting it <laughs> under his own butt the whole way in the shopping cart around the store and was, was laughing so loud in the store and and affecting everybody like he was he was spreading joy throughout the grocery store because through farts yeah through farts and people were so they were like oh my god you see that kid he's got a whoopee cushion and he's three and he's so cute and they were just like people were joyed over farts yeah. i'm like farts bring joy yeah. i mean and now your kids wiener jokes farts now. and it's, your kids talking to now which is even funnier so yeah he's, he's starting to really uh well, he got it. Oh, he know. He knew that like farts were bringing yeah. joy, and yeah. he was spreading joy, you know. And do you know I'm farting and spreading joy? Yeah, <laughs> there. Are, it's the simple things in life, and that's you know, no, that's totally. about as simple as you can get, right? No, totally. I think you know what? It's so funny is that as the time has gone on, I've been doing this podcast, and I had this a chance again the second time around to come up here and do this this tour again, and and stop and see you again, of course. Uh, it's uh this this podcast has been a, a good opportunity i think for uh for me to show uh a lot of people the the good that's out there in the world sorry folks hold on <laughs> uh and i'm very thankful to uh, to have been uh, to have had the opportunity to do this and, and talk to my friends the way that I get to now, and uh, to spend time with them and get to watch their kids grow up. Sorry, Brian. Uh, it's all good. It means a lot to me, and I'm yeah. glad. <laughs> wow, I didn't expect to do this. I'm sorry. <sighs> uh, I'm glad to. Uh, I'm glad to have been given the opportunity to uh, uh, find the family that I have now and uh, be able to visit them and see them and uh, spend time with them. Yeah. And, uh, you know. That's what it's all about. Yeah, man. Yeah. uh, You know, and and doing this is, uh, is, uh, Good stuff, or else, it, you yeah. know, or else it, it's something. It's something that I didn't want to get to you. Yeah, it's something that I didn't think I'd ever be able to fulfilling. do. Fulfilling, and uh, and I just want to thank you for taking the time to sit down and talk, and uh, being uh, a brother like you have been. Sure, man. And, uh, yeah. I think that that's the. Here's the thing, you know, you you uh, with all these folks that you are given the time. To do this with you, who I thank you for caring enough to want to reach out and do stuff, and all your friends, you know, like I mean, I think everybody sees that in you and thinks, thank you. you know, and and understands that uh, that it's rare to have people want to care, you know what I mean? And not, not and we're all friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. and everybody, a lot of people are like friends but things are unspoken but you know you do need people in your life like you to verbally um let say the things that maybe were that are unspoken you know what i mean like hey let's talk about it let's talk about 
why we're tight and why we're why we're not you know what i mean like yeah. or, or what are our problems or our differences or how are we the same and that's like it's therapy you know what i mean it's friend totally. th- it's like friend therapy yeah, sitting yeah. down and having a cup of coffee and drinking beer i mean that's what you know you can go sit and um i don't know like you can go to the beach and go surfing together or something or skating yeah. down the street or you could go watch a movie together or you do something but there's a time in a real friendship where you've got to sit down and have a powwow yeah. you know what i mean like no, I agree but, and, and 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 so it's a it's a necessity and the fact that you have somehow been drawn to that whether your wife made you do it or not <laughs> and and you want to do that it's a healthy thing so you're promoting good health amongst your friends yeah. you know it's a it's a it's a good thing you know i mean and 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 it takes a special person to do that and want to do that so i thank you it takes it takes someone who wants to be loved <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, we're all loved but it's uh you know it's sometimes you got to put it out there and yeah, like talk yeah. about why you why you feel that way and i know yeah. your friends all feel it from you so you should feel good about yeah spreading that kind of love amongst your friends yeah and, totally. and i know that a lot of the people you talk to are your friends i know that there's you do it with strangers and people that are in the music industry and everything but i think yeah. a lot of the people that are in the music industry your friends already anyways you yeah. know what i mean um so that's why i'm lucky yeah yeah and, and but you put yourself there you sought those people out in your life and you found it and this is your culture and your yeah. people so the universe put i mean it's the it's the universe of weirdos man yeah well. you know <laughs> we're in a we're in a universe of weirdos yeah. and we're all connected and i mean that, that ain't kind nothing of, wrong with being weird i mean that's one of the things that like kim coletta and i spoke about you know and the person who brought up that term to me during the podcast was jake crown you know we were we were in front of lucy's and we were talking we were trying yeah. to discuss something he's like we're just a bunch of weirdos man yeah he's like and we're a bunch of weirdos and we needed one another mm-hmm. and that's how we all met the funny thing is it's not to dive too far into dissecting the intention behind being weird but to me, weird is like normal. And the people that aren't weird, to me, are the people yeah. that aren't considered, don't consider themselves weird. They're the weirdos. They, I feel like they're limiting. They limit themselves. They, they don't f- have a fulfilled life because they're too worried about what other people think. So yeah. the people that are truly free, yeah. other people might call them weird. But to me, feeling like I am truly free, yeah, I see those people as being constricted and yeah. or restricted in life and not able to, you know, find the joy that um, I find in being weird. So you can, I guess you can call that weird, but to me, that seems normal. Yeah, you know that no, that you. weird is normal. That's like, the thing. You know? That's the thing that I guess Jake was saying yeah. is that that's what connects us is that yeah. we we don't see as we grew up and were told what normal society was as normal. Right. It didn't make sense to us. We questioned it. We we always were curious why it was that was called normal. Yeah. Who says? Right. You put in your laws. Who, we who don't want the laws that, yeah. put on us. The rules. We, yeah, and... you're not you're you're telling us laws and rules that we had no choice in. Right. So they don't mean shit to us. And that's what that's that helps really it does helps um, our society pro- progress. I mean, I think there's, you know, I, yeah. you know, it's, it's an evolution in society and, and you start off with these restrictions because of where, um, culture is at said time period. Totally. 
1755, you know, and yeah, the world yeah. was more, you know, ruled by religious doctrine and, and yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, you, uh, society bases its rules on that. As you move forward in time, you need to change. You know, we, yeah. we've got to all make our way down the, uh, Realize the that river we're of change. Progressing, uh, like we were discussing yesterday, not to get political, but the idea of people learning how to vote for the actual people that are going to have to deal with the decisions down the road because, as we know, in politics, it takes time for change. So the changes that are happening now are going to affect people 30 years from now. Mm -hmm. So when people vote like this in this past time, they weren't thinking about what was going to happen to their kids when their kids had kids and what they were going to have to deal with as parents and what they were going to have to worry about as parents for their children. And I feel... That weirdos have the empathy and the sympathy and the fortitude and the progressiveness to to think beyond themselves. Well, isn't that like, you know, you say progressiveness and that's really pr- progress. I mean, I don't even be, know. Beyond, be, beyond. I couldn't imagine restricting myself to say a word like I'm conservative or I don't want things to change. Because to, be, to conserve things is to limit things and to me yeah, punk rock such, is progression it sucks yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, we're always moving forward yeah i mean because punk as you move forward you're always questioning the authority that's there in front of you well the world that's is the world is moving forward so to add to say i'm yeah, no, no, i'm right. going to limit the progression of the world is to is it, fight it, against it, reality is like, it too it's, it's it is it is you're you can't say i'm going to um I, fight against human pro- uh, uh, not just like i guess it is human progress but social progress or any kind of progress mm. you can't you can't fight it universal you gotta, progress you, you got to learn to go with it if you're and and that's what's being a, that's what being a weirdo i guess would be yeah. you're somebody who's free and willing to uh, express yourself and change as necessary and and hopefully in, do a, in a positive way hopefully and yeah, in a good a good Hence way. the idea of what yeah. this the powwow with Pops is about is connecting with people in an artistic and positive way and trying to, uh, you know, put out there the idea that if you ever feel uh, downtrodden, down and out, left out, that there, there are people out there for you and you'll find them. Yeah. You know, and they'll find you. And it's the universe of weirdos is a... Is a we're we're one we're one organism. Yeah. Well, the nice thing is that we're both so damn old now that um, we have met so many people that you can do powwow with pops until we're all dead, and yeah. you'll never get to everybody because yeah. there's just you know that's how over, many weirdos we know. That's I know. I mean, good God, and half of them are from Gainesville, you know, and yeah. and more than maybe more than half, and they've all spread out their wings. So you know you. Now you get to travel around and meet their weird friends and yeah. make new friends along the way, and um, which is awesome. So, yeah, back at you with the whole yeah. you know thank you thing, you know, and and why we're why you're doing it. It's, it's great. Yeah. Well, shit, man. On that positive note, we're gonna leave it. All right, buddy. Man, I really appreciate the time, bro. For sure, buddy. Thank you, sir. All right, man. All right, you guys next out there. Year. You See know, you next yeah, year. Next year. For sure. It's going to happen again. But you guys out there, I appreciate you all for listening. I love you all very much. I don't deserve you, but I love you. You deserve us. (laughs) Uh, Look out for one another. Uh, Take care of one another. 
Hashtag no dapple. Hashtag put your guns down. Hashtag fuck the police. Hashtag wiener joke. Hashtag wiener joke. Hashtag fart. Oh, yeah, see? I'm going to laugh right there. <laughs> and uh, hashtag I love you all very much. Have a great day. Deuces.